ShareCare is the leading online health and wellness engagement platform, providing millions of consumers with a personal, results-oriented experience by connecting them to the most qualified health resources and programs they need to improve their health. It's time now for ShareCare Radio on RadioMD.com. Here's your host, Dr. Daria. Hi, and welcome back to ShareCare Radio. This is Dr. Daria. Now, you may have been to New York City, but you've never seen New York City the way we're going to be discussing it today. We're talking to an adventure traveler and New York City native for tips on New York City trip that's exciting, healthy, and with just the right amount of indulgence. So we have Matt Kepps, otherwise known as Nomadic Matt, and he began his award-winning budget travel website after a trip to Thailand inspired him to quit his job and make travel writing his life's work. Now, since then, he's opened a hot Still, he's launched a nonprofit that helps send kids abroad, and he's wrote New York Times bestseller, How to Travel the World on $50 a Day. And with him being a New York City native, he's perfect for our today's Even Hotels Travel Well segment. Matt, so you're in Australia. Tell me how the trip's going. Uh, it's pretty good. I've been in Australia for about two weeks now, and I'm just bouncing around Melbourne, Sydney, and I'm not sure where I'm going next, but great weather. A lot better than New York City right now, I'll tell you that much. Nice and warm. No doubt. I'm sure it's a lot warmer there. And perfect that you're traveling, bopping around Australia with your Nomadic Matt Traveler title. That sounds pretty perfect. Now, taking us back to New York City, maybe not in this month, but in a, a warmer temperature, you know, tell us, let's first start, because we want to talk adventure, but also, like, you know, how to have an awesome trip in New York City that's also adventurous and healthy at the same time. So what are some of your favorite places to eat? Say we're planning a weekend trip in the next couple of months. What are some places we've really got to hit? Well, uh, I love the sushi restaurant Yuba, mm-hmm. U, uh, Y-U-B-A. And uh, they're in the East Village. Amazing sushi, uh, really nice uh, staff, just all around great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, and I imagine with all of your travels, you've probably you have had real sushi from from Japan and Tokyo. So you have probably a pretty high threshold of quality, right? I do, I do. I'm kind of a sushi snob. It's like my favorite food in the world. Perfect. And you recommend you, the sushi snob, nomadic traveler, recommend Yuba in New York City. We should probably check it out. Right, right. That's just one place. Uh, I like Rosemary's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is in the West Village. Mm-hmm. It's a great place. Uh, Ca- Carroll Place in Greenwich Village. Mm-hmm. And what what is it about Carroll Place that you like that people need to check it out? Uh, the chicken wings. Chicken wings. All right, so we've gone from sushi to chicken wings. All right. Chicken wings are not fried. They're grilled. And they use the rosemary sauce, so it's going to be a lot healthier than, like, some deep fried stuff. And it sounds actually pretty delicious, too, so. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. uh, uh, Chelsea is great for a wide variety of foods, from seafood to Thai to Vietnamese sandwiches to the Green Table, which is a section of uh, farm-to-table food. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's what I love, because all these places you're talking about, they're delicious and be highly flavorful, and they, they happen to have some healthy options, too. So it's not that the two are you know mutually exclusive or that you just have to focus on a healthy trip. You can focus on an amazing trip. Exactly. I mean, amazing is healthy, and healthy is amazing, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, I also like uh, a place called Prime and Beyond for steak. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
fat radish from more farm to table food. Fat who? Fat radish. Fat radish. I love it. I love the, the the names of these restaurants alone are entertaining. All right, so we got our list of places we're going to be eating. Um, you know, I want to talk about some activities that we'd want to be doing in New York City. Of course, everybody, you know, there's the typical things everybody does, but what are some interesting experiences that you think a lot of tourists may be missing out on when it comes to New York? Well, you know, I think most tourists uh, end up in like the big places, you know, they go to Central Park and the Met and all that stuff. But one thing I think they, they kind of miss out on mm-hmm. is going a little further afield, mm-hmm. you know, going up to the Cloisters, which is pretty far in Manhattan, but amazing medieval uh, Cloisters that the mm-hmm. Rockefellers brought in in the 30s, a beautiful area there. Mm-hmm. And getting into Brooklyn, Prospect Park, uh, yeah, Brooklyn is such a great up-and-coming, not even up-and-coming anymore. It's such an established neighborhood now. But you're right. A lot of people, if they get stuck on some of the touristy things, they don't make it out there. Yeah, you know, it's, there's just so much to see and do in, in New York City that it's, uh, it's really hard to sort of squeeze it all in. You know, even if you have a week, mm-hmm. a week is just not enough because there's so no. much to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I would try to get a little further afield. Uh, and, and see some of the more offbeat stuff. You know, New York City has a million and one walking tours, most of which are even free. And so if you really want to find something quirky, like an art tour or street art or a Broadway history walking tour, New York City is going to have it. And really? I think the walking tours of New York City are very underutilized. Yeah, and I've never taken a walking tour of New York City. How do you find out about these? Uh, well, I haven't had a blog post called My Favorite Walking Tours in New York City. Okay. And really quickly, let's pause. Let's tell all of our listeners where they can find your blog site since you brought it up. Uh, nomadicmat.com. N-O-M-A-D-I-C-M-A-T-T dot C-O-M. Okay. Thank you. And then on that, they can search for your favorite walking tours of New York City? Right. Okay. Or you can you know, just go to you know, Google search free walking tours in New York City. Uh, NYCgo.com, which is the New York City Tourism Board website, uh, has lots of them listed. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So ch- I, and that's a great idea. I've never done those. So, okay, so walking tours, what else? Walking tours, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. uh, the Cloisters. Mm-hmm. Check out some of the more interesting museums that are not mm-hmm. so famous. I like mm-hmm. uh, the Museum of Finance. The, um, the Tenement House Museum, which gives you sort of like a, a history of uh, the immigrant experience huh. after they got off the boat into New York City and what it was like to live in the tenement houses. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you're right. There's so many. We usually, you know, everybody hits up the, the Met and maybe the top few museums, but there are so many museums in, in New York City. It's so rich in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's hundreds in, in the city. We could we could just list museums for hours. <laughs> we could, we could. All right, museums. Now, one of the other things that I love about New York City is that it's always 
Um, it's kind of like the West Coast. They're always so far ahead in terms of different athletic classes that you can do. I mean, I remember I first did my very first yoga class in New York City ages ago. You know, what are some of the really neat ways that somebody who doesn't live there may be able to, even if they're not a member of a gym, try some specific fitness studio or class like that that they wouldn't get able to access from home? Well, a lot of uh, the gyms and yoga studios do offer day passes. Uh and, you know, it's very, like, there's a lot of outdoor, um, sorry, brain freeze. There are a lot of <laughs> outdoor activities and sports that you can do in the park. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is the Fit Day Pass, which offers you access to 20 New York City gyms for, like, 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of one of those. Hmm. New modern fangled sharing economy mm-hmm. things where you, know, you can get this pass and go to these gyms. And so there are a lot of options out, out, out there okay. uh, for, for people, even if you're not like a member of Planet Fitness or whatever, mm-hmm. or New York City uh, sports club. Yeah, and, and you mentioned... I love the Fit Day Pass is a great option. And then you mentioned the activities in the parks. Nothing would make me feel more, you know, make you feel more like a local New Yorker than being in a, in a class in Central Park. How do they find out about that? Can they just Google that, or is there a specific site? Um, personally, I have never done it, uh, but my friends have, and they just said they have found it on the internet. Okay. Uh, so Google Groupon. I usually use some Groupons for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Social. Uh, but I live pretty far from Central Park, so I'm not in that area very okay. often. But you're right, and Groupon and Living Social are also great ideas if somebody's going to be going to New York City to sign up for the, the email list for that for a couple of weeks and find out about some options. All right, tell yeah. us, if, if we have to say something? Yeah, I was just say I was agreeing with you and, and saying, yeah, I think one of the best options is uh, the six-day pass. We do mm-hmm. one, three, five-day passes, so... Great options. You get go check out all sorts of uh, fun classes that you don't have access to from home. All right, so it, let's get adventurous. What are some of the adventurous New York City activities that we could do that probably most of us never even think of? Well, I mean, I, that would depend on how you find adventure, you know. Um, everyone's got their own version of adventure. There is actually a lot of people who do boating activities on the on the river and in the harbor. So oh, really, you could go kayaking. I wouldn't go swimming. No, I would not go swimming in the Hudson. That would be an adventure of a different type. Right, right. Uh, there are helicopter rides. You know, I mean, New York City is a city, right? So you're not going to find like there's no skydiving or bungee jumping in the city, but there are a lot of outdoor clubs mm-hmm. um, where there's like a I know there's a survivalist group in the city that takes people through uh, Central Park and teaches them like berries and shrubs. And then they go to this park and I think it's like White Plains, which is a, a short train ride from the city. And they like camp out and try to be survivalist. There's archery, which is very big in uh, Queens. And what did you say that was? Kayaking. Archery. Archery. Yeah. So, so New York City doesn't have like a lot of what we deem as adventure activities. Because when I think adventure activities, I think of whitewater rafting mm-hmm. and going out and bungee jumping and 
very heavy sports activities, mm-hmm. you know, mountain biking. I mean, it's a big city with lots of rules. Like, you, know, you can kayak on the river. There's fishing mm-hmm. uh, up, like, in, like, the 250s. Mm-hmm. If you want to go fishing. fishing. Archery. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of just outdoorsy clubs that take yeah. advantage of lots of parks we have to do, you know, parkour, uh, biking. Mm-hmm. You can go sailing. I know these aren't really adventure activities in the traditional sense, no. but they are a little bit different than what you would normally find. Yeah. Your, no, no doubt. You see him hopping trip. Exactly. And I think when you think adventure, you're right. Adventure depends on the city, the different kinds of things you're doing. But I, I think you mentioned some really great ideas there. And you know, I think also just kind of looking outside the box, and you also mentioned Groupon and Living Social. I know one of the most fun trips I had was going, and we, uh, I think it was a, through a company that Groupon had bought, and we had a tour of the Met, but it was a, from an art historian talking about art fraud. And it was the sort of thing that you would never expect to have, a totally different view of New York City that way. But I think that's what we're pushing everybody is just kind of look at the city from a different perspective. And that's what you're giving, that, that kind of information is what you're giving them. Um, okay, last New York City question that I have, what about some specifically budget-friendly? I mean, you talk about traveling the world in $50 a day budget-friendly New York City. It's not a city that we think of as very budget-friendly in general. No, no, it's not. I mean, it's one of the most expensive cities to live in in the world, but at the same time, starving artists and actors and writers manage to survive in the city. Mm-hmm. And, and so there are a lot of ways to save money, uh, from food, from activities. You know, we think of, for example, just a combination but Airbnb has really made accommodation really cheap yeah. in New York City. Mm-hmm. And if you stay in Brooklyn or even across in Jersey, you can find really cheap hotels. Your commute is a little longer because you're not in Manhattan, mm-hmm. but it's very, very cheap hotels there. In terms of food, you know, there's the dollar pizza slices, uh, not mm-hmm. the healthiest option, but <laughs> dollar. Um, the farmer's market. Yeah, uh, great option. Happy hours, you know, one of my favorite happy hours is the dollar oyster happy hour at Jeffrey's Grocery. Hmm. Um, and normally oyster happy hours are like the worst oysters, but their whole menu is a dollar. So it's very, yeah. you're getting good oysters for a buck. Um, Love it. Lots of vitamin B12 and all sorts of goodness in those oysters for a dollar. Uh, yeah, I love those oysters. <laughs> Carol Place has a great happy hour. So Eating out during happy hours is a great way to eat out on the cheap. Uh, but in just activity-wise, you know, from the Met in, in the American Museum of Natural History, those are suggested donations. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can really pay whatever you want as an entrance fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, many museums have free nights. So like the Guggenheim on Friday, hmm. on the MoMA, I think, free night is on a Wednesday. There's Federal Hall, which is near Wall Street, which is another free museum. So there are a lot of free activities that can be done in New York City. The walking tours, most of them are free. Just tip your guide. Huh. Uh, so you could kill a whole five days with just inexpensive yeah. free activities. I had, all free. I had no idea. And, and such a fun view of the city that you would get from these different things you're talking about, from the walking tours to the, the Met Museum of Natural History, of course, to like, your dollar oysters at Jeffrey's Grocery. So 
Love it. I see why you are in the business that you're in because your information is fascinating. And I wanted to ask you about like what caused you to decide that you wanted to start Nomadic Mat as a business? Well, it, it, you know, it's like, oh, where mom is that? It's been so long ago. Uh, January 2008, when I came home from my trip around the world, I uh, spent all my money and I was sitting in the cubicle the office job again and I thought, man, this is, this is not what I want to do right now. Mm-hmm. I want to go back on the road. So I said, well, I'll do what everybody does these days. I'll make a blog. <laughs> and uh, I started a blog as sort of an online journal to keep my parents informed as to where I was. <laughs> and uh, like a resume for hopefully, at the time, you know, knock on wood, uh, editors would find my work and say, hey, this guy writes pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, he can, you know, write articles for mm-hmm. us. And so it was, there was no intention to become Nomadic Matt or create a website that was so large. I just really wanted a way to showcase my writing. But mm-hmm. we loved okay. it and timing. Uh, yeah. There it is today, eight years later. Years later, being really su- successful. So what's one of your most popular blog posts that you've had that really resonates with people? Uh, everyone says I'm running away. The which one? And uh, it's called Everybody Says I'm Running Away. I'm running away. <laughs> Tell me about it. And it's about, you know, this idea that to travel long term, you're escaping something, that you're trying to leave your worries behind or start some new life. But, you know, no matter where you are, your problems persist. Uh, but it's not about running away from your problems about running away from this nine to five corporate life and just trying to find something new and live life in your own terms. Mm-hmm. And that has probably been my most widely successful article. Really? Okay. I'll have to check that out because <laughs> you know, we all have that feeling of I'm getting away. And, and that is the benefit of travel is, you know, this new experience and getting away from our normal life. So in our last you know, minute, tell me your favorite place to go. My favorite place to go is probably Thailand okay. um, for a number of reasons. I love the weather. It's cheap. The people are super friendly. There's great beaches there. There's mountains. Uh, it's a good international mix mm-hmm. in the country. And, you know, for me personally, it's very sentimental. It's where I decided to quit my job. I've lived in Bangkok for a couple of years. Uh, you know, it's where I really first got into backpacking. So, you know, it's very sentimental for me, but it's also a great country in general. And when, what season do we go? Uh, well, they have three seasons. It's hot, hotter, hotter. <laughs> so it's going to be warm whenever you go, but the, the sweet spot is between November and April. Awesome. Nomadic Matt, thank you so much. Again, all of our listeners, you can check him out at nomadicmatt.com or tweet him at nomadicmatt. And also be ch- sure to check out the new Even Hotel in New York City and on the other side of the river in Brooklyn for the healthiest travel lodging around that's also just an awesome travel experience. I have stayed there. You will enjoy it. Check out ihg.com backslash evenhotels. You can get reservations there and find all of their locations and just have a fantastic trip. Again, this is Dr. Daria and you're listening to Share Care Radio on Radio MD with this segment of Travel Well sponsored by Even Hotels. Thanks for listening and stay. Well.